This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Gunatal. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal phone-in show. Join you at 5pm this evening. Uh, slightly earlier, I actually didn't think I was going to be doing a show this evening, to be honest, today. But uh, I haven't been left much choice. I actually had an engagement that thankfully has been cancelled, which I'm very happy about indeed. And it means that I can jump on and have a chat with everybody here, of course, as we discuss Arsenal signing uh and of course we would expect the announcement of this to be uh coming very very soon as it has been confirmed that arsenal have agreed a 21 million pound plus add-ons deal for leandro trossard the belgian international and brighton versatile forward is expected to join arsenal on what some are speculating to be a four and a half year contract the 28 year old has been on fire it's fair to say prior to the world cup with seven goals and three assists in his premier league fixtures and a player that certainly has no problem in turning up in big games. He scored against the likes of Manchester United, Manchester City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham, and of course ourselves scoring the first goal in that 2-1 win over the uh, the Arsenal at the Emirates last season. Now, this is the phone-in show, which means we're going to get plenty of your thoughts in today's show. I'm just leaving the, uh, the link now available in both the chat box and in today's video description. So if you would indeed like to come on the show and have your thoughts heard, all you need to do is click the link in today's video description and you can get yourself onto the show and get our thoughts. First things first, I'm going to be a little bit smug. I'm going to be a little bit smug. So uh, if you're not my biggest fan or you don't like it when I'm right, <laughs> then please turn off now because I am very, very happy to say that Edu managed to do this deal in the space of 24 hours. So all the people that said Edu is too slow, uh, all the people that said that Edu's not good enough, Edu out, Edu's boring, we need someone better, we need someone to get deals done quickly, 20 Four hours is all this deal took to get done. And what this means, and it's important because what this means is that Arsenal will do business if they can get the uh, the deals done that they want to get done, of course, 
on the terms that they want to get them done. Now, uh, let's lay out some of the rules for the phone-in show. You need to have a webcam, uh, first of all. You cannot be joining us without a webcam and being on camera. You need to be over the age of 18, of course. That's why I tell people to have their cameras on, otherwise I can't really judge whether or not they're over 18 or not. Uh, You need to be able to obviously speak to us from a quiet place so there's no music going on in the background and things like that. So all of that lovely stuff uh, needs to be... uh, Good. So make sure you have your uh, all of that stuff sorted and uh, we'll try our best to get in the show. We are going to take some of the comments from the chat box first, just while people are starting to fill up uh, the phone in queue down below me. As I said, link is in today's video description. You may need to refresh uh, the video for it to show up, but uh, it is there. Uh, and of course, the last thing is you need to make sure you've got a stable place to record so your camera's not flying about all over the place before you jump on as well. Um, FTL Craig, thank you so much for the kind donation. Tom Cat announces new Arsenal sporting director. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Um, John says, yeah, but what about Mbappe? Edu didn't sign Mbappe here for Edu out. Uh, let's bring our first caller on. It's Josh. How are you doing, Josh? You good, Joel? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Very good. Uh, happy about Trossard's the deal that you're uh, excited about getting done? I, I don't know. know in Discord. <laughs> no, I have been... I think we should have pivoted. I think we should have waited. I think it's a very reactionary signing to secure mm. the league, which, don't get me wrong, 21 million is sort of the saving grace figure on this for me. They is cheap as chips. Uh, but it's not a player that lights me up with excitement. I'll be completely honest with you on that. I think he's reached his peak. What you get from him now at Brighton, I think you'll see a small elevation from what he, what you see at Brighton. Obviously, he's got better players around him. Mm. Um, it will help elevate him slightly, but it's not going to have. He's not going to have the room to grow that you'd have, for example, Gabriel Martinelli. For example, I know it's completely off topic three, four, five, six years into his pomp, you can imagine the growth that you're going to get from him. With someone like Trossard, I think you are there or thereabouts at the moment. Um, I think he'll be a good rotational player. I don't see a longevity more than a season or two with him, though. Mm. It's interesting because I was actually just writing a piece for FL earlier on today. Deserby was speaking in November and he says he feels that Trossard's at about 80% of what he can achieve. He feels like there's more still to come from him. He scores in big games, as I've just mentioned there, the goals he scored against. You know, he's got a good goal record. There's only, I think, seven or so players in the Premier League that have scored more goals than him this season. Um and has done very well. Is there a fear for you then that you think this has like ruled out a potential wide signing in the future? I think my view, and from doing a bit of digging myself onto this, I think the midfield is going to be very heavily addressed when it comes to the summer. And I think they wanted someone for the next two years that will add numbers up for necessarily going to have, again, like I said, the longevity of some of the other players we've got. Address the midfield when it comes to the summer, your number eight, your number sixes, Mm. drop the bigger money for the Champions League, reinforcing that area. And to January the year after or the summer after that when you might see a couple of other players start to emerge that are going to be the next big talent in a few years time and then go back in there now I don't think there is apart from Diaby I don't think there's a player that suits the Arteta system on the right Mm. out there apart from him I think he is literally the sole option yeah I, I think that there are very few accessible 
kind of options this window. We did that show, of course, where we talked with 30 potential players, but there are levels of accessibility with, with all of them. The other player I was looking at was Nico Williams because he had that release clause as well. I think with this one, Reese Nelson's future ties into it quite a bit. He's expected to leave at the end of this season. That's going to open up another spot in the wide area that I think we can invest in. And I think that Trossard's versatility kind of also bleeds into the benefits of this one because he can play across not only the front three, um, but also play as a 10. He's played as a wing-back, you know, for, for Brighton in the past. So his versatility is great. Final word, Josh, on this deal before we move on to our next caller? Gets a 7 out of 10 from me. Yeah, I rate it a 7.5, I think, in the show. So I think that's probably where people's heads are at. Josh, thank you so much for your time. Much appreciated. Catch you soon. Have a good thank one. Thank you. Pleasure. Much thank you to Josh. Let's get some reactions from the chat box as well. Uh, Julian says, personally, I like, uh, or rather, I think the signing of Trossard gives us a better chance of winning the league this season than Mudrik did, who would have taken time to adapt to the league. Javier says, I want to reserve my judgment for judging Trossard, but my gut tells me that Arsenal have overpaid for a Trossard. 33 million. Uh, well, he was 21 million, Javier, uh, Javier. So at 28, he won't be bringing in the resale value. At any case, Zaha at that price is also something I know that a lot of people were talking about. Let's bring in Gesh to the conversation. How are you doing, Gesh? You good, Joel? You good, my friend? Good to have a debutant on the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I had to call in because uh, I'm really excited about this uh, signing. Tell me uh, why you're I've, excited, my friend. I've seen him um, being linked with us since 2019. So Wenger already wanted to get Trossard in at the time. And he opted for Brighton because he thought he wouldn't get any playing time at Arsenal. Mm. Uh, and what I've seen from him also with the Belgium squad, uh, I don't know if you've ever played soccer, but sometimes you just know when you've got a class player on your on your side, you're like, man, he's so good, man. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, there was that that rumour that Wenger spoke with Trossard, but at the time he wanted to play more regularly, and that's why he couldn't yeah. get into the into the squad. Um, what do you make of how Arsenal have so kind of reacted to the Mudrick situation? Because that's the big thing, is that there was all that doubt, wasn't there, about yeah. Arsenal of moving too slow in the market on certain players. And in the space of 24 hours, they've managed to turn this one around and uh, and jump for Trossard. I think they finally acted uh, as a big club, especially mm. if you, uh, as opposed to how they handled it last season. They're like, okay, we can't get our primary target. Let's go to plan B. Let's get it sorted. Let's go. Mm. So I think that'll uh, ease a lot of uh, gunners, actually, because now we just know, and also other people on Twitter are now saying like, okay, you're getting depth now. You're really, you're really taking this title charts really seriously. That's what they really... That's the yeah the feeling I get from the board now. Hmm. So, and if you were to rate this one out of ten, what would you give it? Uh, for me, it's an eight and a half. Nice. I, I was I identified Trossard. I mean, he's been wrapping it up in the in the league. So I wanted hmm. him in Arsenal. And for me, it's like I don't know when we when we signed Nasri, that kind hmm. of ilk, you know, like somebody he's, he's a trickster. He really brings something different to the team, and also his versatility. He can go in behind. I can already imagine. Him combining with Odegaard, and that's going to be insane, man. <laughs> Lovely stuff, Gesh. Thank you so much for joining me on today's phone. And really appreciate your time. Yes, thanks for having me. No problem. Have a good All day, right, my up, friend. Up the See you later. <laughs> Let's bring in uh, Kian to the conversation. Kian joined us the other day, of course, uh, on our show. He's joining us from work, it looks like. How are you doing? Yeah, staying in late, but then I saw the news. So I was like, ah, oh, got to get on this. <laughs> now, of course, Kian, when you joined us on the show, when we were talking about uh, missing out on Mudrik, that your kind of umbrage was the amount of time we'd used up during the window with Mudrik, and it was a frustration that we weren't able to get a deal done because it might then affect how much time we have left in this window. So are you therefore kind of impressed we've managed to get this one done pretty quick? You took the words right out of my mouth. So I was going to mm. say, Trossard, 
I'm not going to say it excites me to the fullest like Mudrick would have. And mm. that's kind of stupid to say, I can realise, because one's primarily proven, one's not. One's young, one's like in his prime now. But mm. obviously Mudrick was just more exciting. It was like that shiny new toy you get dangled in front of you and then taken away by Bowie. But now, Trussard, the thing I like more is the, the speed of the signing. Like you said, it's not the signing itself. Because I was quite surprised how quick this moved along. And like mm. the previous call was mentioned, it was like a big cut move. Like, here's the money, here's personal terms agreed because we're a big club. Obviously, he wants to come to us. And he rejected Tottenham and he wants to. I don't even think we guaranteed him the full playing time, I don't think. Mm. But yeah, that's the good thing. And also, I like the fact that he's going to be able to play across the front three. I don't think he's going to have a set position. And he's going to get a lot of game time. We got Europa League games. He's not going to be cup tied by FA Cups. He's going to be able to play in there. And also, the fact that. He's gonna be guaranteed goals with Mudrik. We wouldn't, we didn't have that guarantee of him hitting the ground running. Hmm. We we did know the potential he's gonna have throughout the years, but this signing is what we needed to push for the title, not just our future, just this season. This secures this season, and it also 20, 20 25 million. It's yeah, not load. That. Yeah, it's not load of money. We make that back to win the league. Simple as. Hmm. Like it's not oh, a big easily. chunk of money. Yeah, and let's say he fails, and we don't get the boost. Or maybe he only scores like three or four goals. It's hmm. not a big loss. At the end of the season, we can regroup. We can get someone else. We can move him on if it doesn't work out. It's not a big risk, I don't think. But this signing, I think, it only gets above a seven eight for me if we get someone else as well. I don't think one's enough. Yeah, oh, I agree good. with you. Mm. Yeah, I, I, there's quite a lot of background noise coming for you, Keen. So I'll take a score. Oh, I was going to say I'll yeah. take a score from you out of ten, and I'll let you go. But around, it'll get above a seven or eight depending on if we get another deal for the door. But individually, yeah. if you rate him by himself, uh, individually, I'll just give I'll give him six. He's above yeah. average. He's a good player, prem proven. Cheers, Kian. Much appreciated time again, my friend. Thanks. Enjoy Have a good evening, mate. So trip ago. home. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Thank yeah. you so much. Appreciate it. Have a good one, fella. Speak to you soon. Much appreciated. That's a Kian. Uh, next on my list is Daniel Bailey, of course, from Daniel Bailey TV. How are you doing, Daniel? You're good? You well? Hiya, Tom. You're all right. Apologies if uh, my camera's not fully in shot. It's just that uh, I'm on my mobile phone. and uh... I can see your face lit up gloriously, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all right, then. I'm, I'm glad I'm doing something right, then. <laughs> <laughs> no, perfect stuff, mate. Perfect stuff. Tell me your feelings, fella, about, uh, about Trossard. I think it's a really good signing. I've got to be honest. I think it's um, a fantastic signing because here's mm. the thing, right? You know, we tried to get Mudrick. It didn't work out. I wasn't comfortable mm. with blowing $95 million, which is what we'd actually be- were prepared to do, on a player that that has potential when we need a player here and now. Listen, I, I, I would have loved Mudrick. I really wanted Mudrick. Yeah. But this makes a whole lot of sense for two reasons. One, it's not going to kill our budget because mm. clearly we are trying to do things on a self-sustaining budget. And secondly, this is OK. You could look at his age profile, which I don't think is a massive issue in today's football. You see footballers going on for quite yeah. a few good number of years and he's only just turned 28. So it's not like he's. The wrong side of 28. And he's 28 until he turns 29, ain't that right? You... Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what Jamie Carragher says anyway. So, uh, yeah. um, But I think this is a smart bit of business. I actually think he, he fits perfectly with our style of play. I actually think, listen, he's not, gonna, he's not going to replace Saka or Martinelli. Mm. But what he will do is he will, he will offer Arteta 
the ability to, if Saka and Martinelli, if either of them need a rest, we've got another player who can come on and and do a job. And I actually think it's just the thing is, Tom, like you're going to get Arsenal fans that are not happy with this. But I think there's a section of this fan base. It doesn't matter what the club do. They're, they're going to be unhappy mm. um, because that's the narrative that has been, you know, flowing for the last decade. And, and I think we need to just get away from that now. I think we need to just accept that, listen, we're in a different place. You know, we're going places, you know, we, yeah. I, and, and I think Trossard is a fantastic sign. I've always liked Trossard at Brighton. I know, I know people are going to go, oh, you're just saying that because we're signing. <laughs> I've, all, I've always liked him. I, I've always said for time that actually I'm surprised that no club has tried to get him before now. Because he he is basically carried that Brighton side um, for for a good number of years. But listen, it's a it's a good it's a smart bit of business because if it doesn't work out, if it fails and he doesn't score a lot of goals, then we haven't spent too much money on him, you know. As opposed to if we'd have spent ninety five million on Mudrick and that hadn't worked out, that would have you know everyone would have been going, oh, you know, we've spent too much money. It's Pepe all over again. You know, this is a smart bit of business. We can probably go and get a midfielder to tide us over to, um, uh, you know, the summer. Maybe go yeah. in, go in and get like Tielemans. You know, chuck mm. ten, fifteen million down on Tielemans, trip Tielemans and Trossard for this January window. Would anybody really complain about that? Smart. Oh, sh- some would. Business. Some would, Dan. There's always well, someone to complain. Well, <laughs> but look, I think that's smart business. And yeah, I agree we, with you. we need to add to our squad now. People are saying that, oh, well, he's not going to come in and replace the first 11. We don't want players to come and play to replace our first 11. But what we do want is quality on our bench mm. so that we can bring on, if you like against Newcastle, where we didn't really have anybody to bring off. If we'd have had a Trossard in that game, it could have made a real difference. So I'm buzzing with this signing. I think it's brilliant. I, I just think what Edu, what um, the the Cronkies are doing in this market, they're they're do they're doing really well, and I think we have to praise them for that. You know, our transfer business over the last couple of seasons, and is 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 fantastic, and it's obviously showing on the pitch because we're eight points clear, and you know we're going strong. And this is the best possible signing, in my opinion, in this current market that we could have done. And mm. the the thing that trumps the the thing that trumps the Mudrick thing is that he's Premier League ready. He doesn't need to adjust to the Premier League. He can come in. He can hit the ground running. And I think with better players around him, if he can do what he did at Brighton, if he can do that in, if he can replicate that in this Arsenal side with better players around him. He's going to be one hell of a player, and mm. and we've got him. I'm hearing that it's going to be like a four year contract. Four and um, a half, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's you know we're getting him at his prime. Um, he might not even last the four years, but well, the other thing as well, because I've seen a lot of people suggesting that if we get Trossard, we're not going to go for another ringer in the summer. Yeah, I actually think we will. Yeah, I, I think we'll go. I think we'll go in the summer and maybe try and get Musa Diaby. Listen, we're going to have Champions League football in the summer. And, I, and I'm saying that we're going to because unless we fall off a massive mm. cliff, it's, you know, we're going to get Champions League football. So we're going to need Champions League quality. We're going to need, we're going to need, uh, we're, we're going to need to um, increase the quality 
of the players we buy in the summer. So look, and I just think it's brilliant all round, mate. I think I'm I'm buzzing with this. Daniel, I think you've summed it up fantastically. Before I let you go, I want to score out of ten for this signing. What are you going for? I'm going for a solid eight out of ten. And the only oh. reason I, I'm not giving it a ten out of ten is because you know he is we have he Arteta has gone slightly has slightly deviated from his profile of player in terms of age profile. Yeah. But but listen, take nothing away from Trossard because Sometimes you need the older, experienced head to come in and guide the younger players. You know, we've seen it with Jesus, who's more experienced. Um, and a lot of people criticise Jesus when he come in and look how he's turned out. So, yeah, exactly. listen, eight out of ten for me, I think this signing gets. Lovely stuff, Daniel. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. Give your channel a shout out before you go. Yeah, so my channel's uh, Daniel Bailey TV. I'm taking a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a break at the moment because I'm working on a title winning season. Stuff. What are you doing, well, son? Well, because I'm, I'm actually um. So uh, this fan-led stuff, this fan content is so saturated, mm. Tom. You know it yourself. It's so saturated. But I'm working on doing a new podcast. Um, so I'm just getting all the equipment and stuff. Oh, so, stuff, uh, you know, sometimes you have to take two steps back to take ten mm. steps forward. And this book, the f- fan-led stuff, is so saturated. So many's doing it. So I'm just mm. taking a little bit of a different direction, but. Honestly, I've got great stuff lined up in the works, so please come and subscribe. Um, I've got some great guests lined up. Amazing stuff, Daniel. Thank you so much for your time, and I'm sure we'll speak again soon, my friend. Cheers. Thanks, Tom. Have a good one, mate. See you later. Much appreciate that from Daniel. I tell you what, if someone calls a 28-year-old an experienced old head, one more time, I'm going to lose my mind as a 28-year-old myself. I'm not that old. I'm really not. This 28 thing is going mad. Uh, Stefan has been waiting very patiently as well, so let's get Stefan on. Stefan, how are you doing, my friend? You good, you well? <coughs> hey, Tom. That's right, clear your throat uh, so yeah, get those words out. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Hey, Tom, uh, I'm out. I'm great. I'm. I'm actually. I. I completely agree with with every. I just. I can't believe how fast can be. Mm. Um, I just. I love the move. I think it's a very. If I can define it in like a analogy, it's a very Liverpool-esque move. Maybe three, four years ago, when Liverpool were at the top of their, you know, recruitment. I think it's it's very savvy. Um, did I like Mudrik? I loved him ever since mm. I watched uh, Scotland. Scotland versus Ukraine. I really wanted Mudrik. But if you if you look at just the actual output of of Tr- Trussard, everybody praises Brighton. He is their top goal scorer. He has their he has the most amount of goals and assists this year for them. Um, mm. So you could you could you, you could you, you could kind of argue that he's either their best player or one of their best players. And to sign someone that everybody calls old, he's twenty eight. <laughs> uh, for twenty one million for twenty one million pounds, a prem proven player who's gonna. Who, who doesn't need to adapt? Mudrik, let's be honest. It's for a hundred million. It's not guaranteed that he would have. I I think he has the time, but it's not guaranteed that he would have su- succeeded at at Arsenal, or it's not guaranteed that he would succeed at Chelsea. And Chelsea just are gonna sign now a kid from PSV who's played eleven games in the night in, in the last eighteen months for around forty five million. I do. Reckon, I just yeah. think the deal is, and and the other thing I love about him, Tom. Is that he is super versatile. He plays everywhere. He, he's even he's even not a bad number nine. People mm. really un- underrate. I think when I watch him at Brighton, he's a really good link-up player. He makes everybody 
around him better. And he's he's got this knack, this like technical knack, which reminds me of a very Wenger-esque type player. And I, I just want to point out that one of our most beloved players in the last, I would say, 10, 15 years, Santi Cazorla, came to Arsenal at the age of 28. Yeah, so that doesn't and, and 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 let's be honest having having him even it's very difficult to find someone that will compete with Saka or Martinez because for me Saka right now is world class I would you know I would mm. say he's one of the best wingers in the world Martinelli is definitely on the way there too so to find someone that can actually compete and pr- provide solid cover that's all we need so for me it's it's I think it's a great deal especially for the price and finally from a long term perspective if this, if you ask me whether we signed Mudrik and then we couldn't sign Declan Rice in the summer because of that deal, or we signed Trossard and yeah. we're able to sign Declan Rice, 100% I'm choosing uh, Trossard. Because for me, Declan Rice is a transformational signing in terms of our club. If we sign Declan Rice in the summer, which I hope we do, because of this deal, I honestly think our midfield... I don't think anybody will be able to compete with uh, with our mid- midfield. Yeah. So for me, it's 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 from a long term perspective. Even though people say he's old, I think even if he gives us two years for for for, for that price tag, it's definitely worth. It. If we win the league because of him covering and and he scores five six goals, one hundred percent it it was worth it for me. Mm. So yeah. Stefan, scoreline out of ten. Scoreline, score, scoreboard rating. That's what I mean. Uh, rating out of ten. Just uh, if I'm, I'm gonna give two. So just from the from from the signing pr- perspective, I'll give it a solid eight hmm. out of ten. From the long term perspective, in ter- does it save us maybe to sign another player now, maybe a, a midfielder, a Tielemans, as, as as one of your previous years said. Overall, I'd give it a complete nine out of ten because of that, because of wow. the price and the value and everything. Yeah. Stefan, thank you so much for your insight and your time. Really appreciate it, my no friend. Worries. Thank you for being patient as well. Thank you, Tom. Pleasure. Let's Have a good evening, fella. Come on, guys. Indeed. Uh, a massive thank you uh, to Stefan uh, for coming on the show. Quick super chat from Chris. Uh, Tom, do you think the amount that we've paid for Trossard means that we're going to be able to see more signings this month? I absolutely think there is now scope. I actually don't think that the price is the biggest thing about this. I think it's the time. I think it's how quickly we've been able to turn this one around that's given us time to manoeuvre at the end of the window, potentially for another signing. So that's important. I'm getting a notification telling me that we've actually maxed the number of people that are sitting down and waiting at 12. Um, so uh, if you are trying to join at the moment, the uh, the wait list is full. Just uh, just a heads up. Next on my list is Alex. How are you doing, Alex? You good, Joel? I'm doing I'm good. I'm yourself, you. son. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's classic. Um, yeah, no, I'm doing really well, thank you. Um, I'm I'm slightly down, but it's only because I've got this on and I probably shouldn't be I was going to say the board. Yeah, well, you do work yeah, at Bournemouth. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'll keep it down there. Um, no, no worries. No, people understand that you work at Bournemouth, but you support Arsenal. It's fine. Uh, it's it's it, fine to do that. <laughs> it's more in case in case anyone sees it from work. I don't want them to think I'm representing Bournemouth uh, on, on, on live, live YouTube. Well, it's it's a bit late. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit late now. We've, we've brought it up. Um, but yeah. Um, Trossard, mate. How do you feel, fella? Trossard. Um, it's an interesting one. I think I'm I'm on the fence. I could play devil's advocate and say, mm. like people have said, I, I don't necessarily think he fits the profile, but does he have to? I don't know. Mm. I, I don't necessarily... Why do you not think he fits the profile out of interest? Um, I think 
because of his age, because of his, I'd say he does have limitations physically um, in terms of his pressing numbers are not what we'd want. Hmm. But you know, you, you can you can talk to the ends of the earth, but at the same time, I'd look at it from the other point of view and say, if you look at the players who have scored or goal contributed, whatever you want to put it as, that many in the Premier League this season, and you look at the price tag, then that that sums it up for me, really. Like yeah. most of the players who have got the amount of goal contributions he's got, you're looking at fifty million plus to spend on them. And we've got somebody for under 30 i don't know obviously with add-ons whether it obviously puts it up a little bit i think um mm. and i know it's like trossard but everyone's been talking about mudrick i, I for one was not keen on mudrick um <laughs> are you and, keen on anyone Dallas, at this stage? Uh, yeah no i i'm i'm a big fan of um diaby but M- mudrick mm. do, you, do you know why 30 senior appearances is a massive red flag for me okay First, not scoring that many goals in those 30 appearances. And I know people mm. bring up the Champions League, but how many games did he play in the Champions League? I think it was seven, maybe. Yeah, it might be a bit more than that, but... It might oh, be, yeah. yeah. It may yeah. Be, maybe, definitely, maybe more. But I think my issue there was, with Trossard, I think you look at him and you go, he's Premier League proven, he's yeah. going to come in. Does he improve our team? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And like people have said, I don't think he necessarily, um, I don't think he blows me away, but he's playing in a team that are playing well. And that's another positive thing to look at. Um, my main downside for him is actually the um, the way in which he's left. Right? Yeah, I it's, think that's a fair It's criticism. a slight, you, you know, and I know you can read into things too much, but if you can go by the information that's reported, then it's that he was left out of the FA Cup squad and then Mm. kicked off about not being in it. And I'm not saying, you know, there's no risk of him not being in our FA Cup squad, but I think from, because of um, how the homegrown rules work, we're, we're actually very under, uh, our our squad is not very big um, as it were, Mm. like, or it doesn't have to be. Um, And that for me is, I'd always thought it was a very, you know, hardworking, like solid individual as Brighton have got a lot of them. But I think that sort of put a little bit on it that maybe I felt it wasn't his mentality wasn't quite there. But mm. you know what we'll, we'll we'll find out and you know, like um I can't remember what his name was at the beginning, but he said, you know, with better players around him, I think we'll see Josh. Yeah. Uh, Josh, yeah. We'll see it we'll see a uh, We'll see a better player, and that is true of so many. Um, and I think that's the that's the main positive I'm going to get from it is that you know we're we're no longer relying on Reese Nelson mm. and Katia. You know, I, I'm yeah. People in the Discord server will know my views on Reese Nelson. <laughs> um, but yeah, of course. I think, I think that I think that the the age doesn't bother me as much as it would have done five years ago because of you know the longevity of players and the fact that yeah. his game is not bursting past people you know what yeah, I, mean? I mean if, if we had Lacazette and Aubameyang still you know we had 30 plus year old strikers um you know Mkhitaryan still here you know and then we added in a 28 year old winger yeah I'd be 
I'd, yeah. I'd agree about the way the age thing, but we've put in so much work to reduce that that I think it, it takes that away. Final final word on the score out of ten, you'd give it? Um, I would give him a seven, um, and I think, that, like you say, the mm. the, the age is going to be less important, and um, and we'll see what happens during the season. But we needed to improve our squad, and he has no yeah. doubt he does that. So, Alex. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. That's much right. appreciated. Thank you very much. Enjoy Cheers. yourself. You Have a good evening. See you later. Bye bye. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Isowa is up next in my chat, and then it's Shane after that. Isowa, how are you doing? You good? You well? How are you doing, Tom? Everything's well. You're very good, mate. Very good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Long time. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, Tell me how you. I feeling. hate this. Yeah. Uh, I hate this transfer. Oh come on! No, You're just trying to be different. No, no, no. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, this is great, Tom. This is yeah. all I wanted. I mean, uh, yeah, people have been negative. Uh, I was one of them, uh, to be honest with you. I hadn't had the chance to do the last phone-in show. Uh, I would have expressed my opinion about uh, uh, how we do. But you're you're entitled to be smug uh, today, Tom. Uh, mm. uh, this is all you wanted. Uh, this is what we wanted as fans. Uh, I wanted this, and he did it. Credit to Edu. It's 10 out of 10 performance, you know, uh, invisible days. This is great for him. Uh, uh, he, the, key, the key word I would choose today is uh, pivot, you know. He did a great, I mean, 24 hours, swift manner, very cutthroat. Uh, we, he saw the situation Brighton was in. They were in a weak position, were in upper hand. They offered him to us, according to reports. We act swiftly. Uh, as long as Arteta, Arteta, he consulted with Arteta and they're in a tandem as a team. Uh, Arteta told him, sure, go ahead, I'm sure. And he acted. And of course, uh, don't forget, Tom, uh, we have uh, a chink in the armor. I mean, we have a very important person in our uh, management team. One of them is being Richard Garlic, who has good relationships with uh, Brighton. And I think so, Brighton could be our new Southampton. I mean, the Southampton to Southampton, what Southampton yeah. was to Liverpool, Brighton could be to Arsenal. Uh, I mean, Prayers. Can we go for Casado next? Still, how much? <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad shout, you know. It's, it's the Southampton Liverpool pathway saw them, you know, elevate themselves from where they were at Europa League at the time into the Champions League, and under Klopp, gradually pushing themselves into, you know, title challenging contenders. In, in terms of kind of, you, you've praised their do, you know, significantly. Just briefly on Trossard himself, what what is it you like about him as a player? Uh, he's, a, he's a great player. He can, I think, play with his right and his left foot. Uh, I saw, I've mm. seen the highlights. Uh, as you know, what we do, Arsenal fans, we see the highlights immediately for the player. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's great. He shoots with his right, left, very shifty, very can play across all the three positions. Uh, a bit short, but that doesn't really matter when you're. Mm. Uh, I mean, he has a close control, uh, very. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, very low, Technical, low gravity. Low center of gravity. Yeah. yeah. Low center of gravity. He can pop it around, uh, play combination passes with Odegaard. He'll fit. I could see, I could see the vision. Vision. You know those 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 areas where he can play with the back to goal. You know transition passes, recycling the ball, starting mm. attacks with Odegaard, with Jaka, with Partey. I it could it could very well be very important. I mean, and this will help us in the Europa League, by the way. I mean, I'm not yeah. sure he's going to be... Yeah, so instead of Marquinhos, you can play Trossard now. Trossard will, will help the team 
efficiency in the attack more. Instead of relying on Bartinelli to play Osaka, we have an, a, a proven Premier player. And then on top of that, the morale that we, and the boost that we give the fans and the players in the Premier League when we see Trossard sitting in the bench, that that's something uh, you know positive. I mean, this give you. I mean, what, when's the last time you've seen a player that's Premier League proven that's sitting in the Arsenal bench? It's been a while. Uh, instead of seeing like up and coming players like Marquinhos or uh, 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 other players, uh, Fabi Vera that are not quite ready that we need to test out in the Europa League, this is a Premier League proven player. We never had that, you know, in a while, you know, uh, mm. and in this you know, cycle of Arteta's phase, you know. So this is great. Uh, I like I like the player. Uh, very very good player. Very good player. I think so. He'll help us in the uh, regarding this. I don't know what happened with him and the Zerbi. I don't really you know. I cannot yeah. comment on it. Uh, we don't know that. I don't think he's going to pull the same stunt. Uh, uh, your friend Drew Thompson was right. I think so. He's proven right with the Mudrick team. He was, I yeah. 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 I think yeah. so. Yeah. Score at 10? Uh, 8. 8.5. 8.5. Wow. Oh, lovely stuff. I so well, thank you. Always a pleasure to catch up with you, my friend. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, Have a good one, bro. See you later. Uh, let's bring in Shane to the conversation. Shane, how are you doing? You good, Joel? Yeah, I'm not too bad, Tom. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. Thank you for being so patient. Really appreciate it, Phil. I know you jumped on early. Um, yeah. Tell me no how you're feeling about this one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm quite happy with it. I have to say, um, you know, some some of the Arsenal fans that I've been interacting with on on, on Twitter has been well, that's dangerous. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know it's, it's it's been laughable. I I ended up having quite a long conversation with a guy who was like, "Oh, why are we getting these retirement home players?" Um, and he's going to take up massive that makes wages. me feel terrible. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like it's like, come on. Um, as everyone's mentioned, you know, he's 28, not 48. Mm. You know, um, he's in the prime um, or entering the prime of his career. Um, the fee, I mean, to be honest with you, this transfers uh, a win-win. Even if like it wasn't successful, there's every chance that you could recoup your money. Um, from what I've from what I've understood, he's not on massive wages because I think he was on like 40 grand a week at Brighton. Yeah, I think it's around that, 40 to 50, yeah. yeah. So I imagine and he's they... probably on, I don't know this, but I'd estimate 80-ish probably now at Arsenal, exactly. probably around so that. That's, yeah. yeah, so that's, that's, that's not going to kill you. And for me, because one of the main reasons why I thought we needed to add to the squad is you'll remember January 2004, David Dean went out to Sevilla um, and we got Jose Antonio Reyes, mm. and he, you know, he played quite a uh, quite a big part in helping us get over the line. And we're in a position where potentially, depending on what happens in the City FA Cup game, we could be competing on three fronts in terms of the title, Europa League, and the FA Cup. So, mm. you know, you want players in there. Look, listen, I would have loved um, Mudrik, although I was very uncomfortable once it started getting to 50, 60 million euro. Even then, I was uncomfortable knowing wow. that he was available for. You must have been having heart palpitations when it was getting to ninety million. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, and the thing is, he was available in the summer. And the lesson that we should take from that, because I know we kind of pivoted to Douglas Louise, yeah. is that if there are players of that ilk that are available, we 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 move when the price is low. Um, because I mean, you know, even if we had got him, we would have overpaid, and you're expecting that really. He he needed to hit the ground running, whereas with Trossard, that's what you can potentially get. Because as everyone's touched on, you know, two-footed player, which means mm. he can play anywhere across that front line. He can play um, as a false nine. You know, he's a goal threat. Um, you know, he provides assists. 
and he's going to be a good option, whether it's starting or coming off the bench. And everyone's mentioned this thing with Dezebri. Um, One thing a lot of people haven't pointed out is there's someone in our side that used to play with him, Ben White. So yeah. I'm pretty sure, you know, Arteta is going to have been speaking to him saying, you know, what kind of person is he? What is he like? You know, mm-hmm. is this normal? Is this out of character, etc.? And I don't think he'll pull the same stunts or look to disrupt our dressing room because, like, no disrespect to Brighton, and I mean this is no disrespect. Obviously, this is going to be a step up for him. All of a sudden, he's he's going to be a smaller fish in a bigger pool of better players. And, you know, can you really see the likes of um, Shaka, Odegaard, TNE, or Arteta mm. putting up with that kind of behaviour? So I think from that point of view, um, it, it'd be fine. And I'm just wondering what you think as to whether um, we might go for a midfield enforcement, because you've got Frank... Um, Kessie at Barcelona yeah. not even getting into the yeah. side so you know potential even if it was a loan that then allowed us to get someone else in in the summer and mm. I know they're talking about Declan Rice but I, I, I would say watch this space and keep an eye on Camavinga at Real Madrid yeah, there seems to playing. be some rumblings there that you know mm. he's getting substituted all the time he's, he's not playing ahead of Tuimi, um, Tuamini sorry and um, Tuamini yeah. Modric so you know, you you never know. But that's the only worry for me. I'd like to see us get someone else in to kind of just act as a backup to relieve Partey of a little bit of yeah. pressure because Lukonga's not doing it. I, I hope that this transfer reaffirms people's faith a bit in how quickly transfers can get done. That You know, the, the, the Mudrick deal did what it did because we wanted him and in Shakhtar are very difficult to negotiate with and we were trying to get him for a fee that was below what they're asking for. Whereas with Trossard, you know, we, we recognise that we, we, are, we like the player, he's, he feel is good enough and we've gone in with a bid that is, is around what Brighton want. They wanted, I think, around 25 to 30 million pounds yeah. on this one getting in for 20 21 with add-ons has been able to do that and they've they felt he's good enough to to be in the squad to, to pay that much so it shows you if if they think a player's good enough they'll go and get them i'm hoping that it's not about the money it's more about how quickly we've been able to get this deal done that there's still plenty of time to do another deal for midfield because i agree with you shane that i think it's it's necessary if you were to rate trossard out of 10 what would you give him um i'd give it a 7.58 same as me. Yeah. Lovely stuff, Shane. Pleasure to speak to you. I'll All speak right. to you soon, I'm sure. So easy, mate. Bye Have bye. a good evening, mate. Enjoy it. See you later. Much appreciate that to Shane. Uh, let's bring on our next guest. Abinav is up next in the chat. Abinav, how are you doing? Hey, Don. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm very good, my friend. Very good indeed. Tell me how you're feeling after this deal. Well, I'm pretty confident with uh, uh, whatever Arteta does. I trust Arteta completely. So I'm liking the sign that we are uh, signing the players who are technically really good and can play with both the feet. We have seen that with Fabio Vieira as well as Zinchenko, we are signing good technical players, which is like taking us into the next level. Mm-hmm. I would say more than any, I would trust Arteta. His talent identification is really good. So we are bought the players like Oregar, Fabio Vieira, and like Ben White as a right back. So I think Arteta has a good talent ID in there. So I completely trust Arteta. And I see people complaining that he has 28 years and like we are signing retirement uh, players. But if we had spent 60 million on a 28-year-old, I would be fuming. But it's just mm. 20, 28 million. And we saw when Chelsea signed Modric, people were saying, oh, it's because of inflation that it's 88 million. If you take in account the same inflation to Trossard, it would be maybe 15 to 10 million uh, without mm. inflation, like if we had in previous years. 
So I don't know why people are complaining with Trossard signing. So absolutely mm. happy with uh, the People just want to watch the world burn, Evan. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the way that it is. Yeah. So we saw Enkidia being tired in Tottenham match as well as in Newcastle match. So just mm. imagine if you have a player like Trossard who can come in and play for last 20-25 minutes when Enkidia is tired. Looks like a different team totally. And imagine yeah. with Jesus coming back, having a backup with Trossard, Enkidia and Saka, Smithrow and Martinelli. Looks like a different forward altogether for Arsenal playing in Europa League, FA Cup and Premier League. I think we need these players to win us mm. the matches. Yeah, there's hope that Jesus might be back for the Europa League, as you say, kind of March time. So if that's the case, suddenly you go from having just Marquinhos and Vieira to all of a sudden right. having Trossard, Smith Rowe, and Ketia right. then coming off the bench. If you start Jesus or Jesus, if you you know if he can't get back into the team straight away, and then Fabio Vieira still there, of course, as well. You've suddenly got so many more exactly. attacking options. It looks good. It looks- so out of, out of ten, what would you what would you give Abinav? I would give in eight. I would have given more if everything was well with him and the Brighton's mm-hmm. manager, but just that only thing, which might be a bit of concern, but I'm sure Ratita would have looked into all of that. And as, as the previous caller mentioned, he would have con- consulted Ben White and Harley's behavior. Okay. So yeah, as I said in the beginning, I trust Ratita completely and I'm really happy with the signing. The only thing which I would be waiting is to have a midfielder, as we saw mm-hmm. the news of Eleni being uh, injured. I wouldn't trust Sambi Lokonga at all uh, replacing Partey. It's a big drop-off from where Partey is to Lokonga is. So, a Casado maybe, or maybe Ivan, better midfielder who can improve us would be better. But yeah, as to, just to mention regarding Mudrik as well, I was mm. never comfortable uh, paying 100 million for Mudrik. And people would have mentioned Pepe's deal if Mudrik has flopped as well, complaining that why did we pay so much? I would have blamed Edward Arteta for paying 100 million on an unknown uh, Ukrainian player. Yeah. So, yeah, really happy with whatever I do on Atar Ardwan. Only thing is, I would be very happy if we sign a midfielder. Yeah, so I think we all we would. Can, <laughs> yeah, we can nice. really challenge for the title then. Yeah. Fingers crossed that's up next. Uh, that's, that's the hope. Abana, thank you so much for your time, my friend. I'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Tom. Have a good day. You too, mate. Enjoy your evening. See you later. Much appreciate Abinev coming on as well. Uh, moving along our list, we've got Bill up next at Guna Works. How are you doing, Bill? You good? You well? Hey, Tom. I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, very good. I, I love your voice. It's just it's perfection. It's like perfect for TV is what it is. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> no worries, man. How are things? Good? Yeah, it's, it's going great. Obviously, I'm buzzing just like the rest of the Arsenal fan base. Uh, you know, the, the signing, I woke up and, you know, all of a sudden we have, you know, links that, you know, talks are in progress and the day, it, you know, an hour goes by and all of a sudden the fees agreed, you know, mm. and, and you've got the here we go from Fabrizio Romano. And, you know, you know, it's just amazing. Uh I, I'm I'm loving it. He seems like the perfect uh, kind of player that we need at this moment. You know, mm. we're not looking for you know the project players, the the you know huge potential, uh, you know high ceiling but potentially low floor. He he seems like definitely high floor but low ceiling player uh, that we need right now to just get us over the hump uh, and you yeah. know get us uh, you know that Premier League title hopefully. What is it about kind of the the speed and kind of around Edu in this? And, and have you been impressed with kind of how quickly Arsenal pivoted from that Madrid fiasco to, to getting Trossard? Absolutely. I think 
uh, that was one of the fears that a lot of Arsenal fans had when, you know, we spent half the transfer, the January transfer window, plus a little more in December, mm. trying to get uh, this Mudrick deal over the line. And then it just falls apart. We were thinking, well, you know, if we need to do the same thing for another deal, that puts us right at the end of the window. That's a huge risk. So having this deal done in the span of like seemingly 24, less than 48 hours uh, is just fantastic. Uh, mm. And I think we've got a really great player on our hands. I know one concern that a lot of people have uh, is, you know, how he's leaving Brighton, you know, kind of the, uh, is there a potential attitude issue? But I, I, I have to say, I'm not too worried about that. I think we've cultivated such a great locker room at this point that I think any sort of attitude problems would be snuffed out quicker than they can, you know, cause any disruption. I mean, you just have to look at the all or nothing documentary uh, with that uh, one scene with Lakonga and mm. Eddie just initially, it, he just right away squashes that like, hey, you know, stop feeling sorry for yourself. We're all working hard here We're, and some of us aren't playing. So if we have that same kind of thing coming from Trossard, I, I think you'll have the whole team, you know, hopefully building him up and just, uh, you know, saying, hey, you'll get your time. Uh, and, you know, we're part of this team together and we're going, uh, going places. Uh oh, I think I might have lost Tom. Oh no! Am I back? Oh gosh! Am yeah, I back? I, okay, I can hear you now. What was lost going him. on there? Uh -oh. <laughs> I, I, was I can hear you I go. Was... I think I've lost him, but I'm back. Apparently, I might be looking a bit fuzzy on the screen. I think I was trying to download this morning's show at the same time. Apparently, that was not a good idea. <laughs> so uh -oh. I was worried I would have to again. take over the show myself. I don't think I was prepared for something like Bill, that. Bill, the new host of the Guna Talk, is... <laughs> <laughs> score out of ten. I, I got to give this, I got to agree with people, eight, 8.5, especially for the the way the deal worked out. I think it's going to, I've got high hopes for this one. Mm, lovely stuff. Bill, first of all, thank you for uh, co-hosting for a second there, and uh, I'll speak to you very soon. Have a good evening. Appreciate it, Tom. See you. Have a good one, mate. See you soon. See, we've got such good listeners, they can even take over hosting when my internet decides to, to do a mudrick um, and disappear on us. Uh, let's go to our next guests and go to uh, Mohamed Basha. How are you doing, Mohamed? You good, Joel? Hi, Tom. Yeah, I'm, I'm great. How are you, man? Yeah, very good. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. I, I feel uh, good. Uh, I feel happy and uh, relieved. You know, the expression when they say someone had the uh, weight of the world on his shoulders. Half of that weight is has been taken off one of my shoulders now. The good. other half uh, waits for the uh, defensive midfielder. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm really happy, man. I mean, I'm not going to repeat what everybody else has said about uh, what he does and uh, where he plays and everything. For me, he uh, ticks all the boxes. Uh, the, an extremely good value for money. Uh, I don't understand how people are talking about uh, his age. We're not in the 80s or the 90s where players used to finish their careers by 30. Uh, this, uh, at this time and age, uh, uh, people players peak at 27. So we have a very good uh, two, three years still left in this guy. And also I can see some of our fans are... Uh, Concerned uh, about the fact that he might uh, block our uh, us going from uh, uh, one of the big name wingers in mm. the summer. I don't see that happening. I see I see it still us who still have a, a room for another uh, big name signing, a uh, white attacker in the summer. Uh, 
I don't see a future for Nielsen. I see Marquinhos probably going on to loan. Yeah, I but, agree. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about him blocking us from uh, getting uh, Musa Diaby-esque signature uh, in the summer, signing in the summer. Uh, so on, all in all, uh, no, I'm happy. And I'm also, oh, above all, I'm happy about how swift this has gone. Uh, I needed to see that we were able to do that. Do you think it's uh, Tando in the chat says £27 million panic buy? What do you make of that? Do you think this is a panic uh, buy? Nope. Not by any means. Nope. No, not by any means. It's a much, much, much needed buy. Guys, think of, uh, remember the uh, Newcastle uh, game and imagine if we had the option of bringing this guy in the last minute 70. Mm. So, uh, no, I don't see this as a panic, panic buy at all. I see it as a good value for money, a good uh, addition to the squad for the coming two, three years, maybe. Uh, so, uh, no, I'm excited about him. And I uh, look forward to uh, him uh, greeting the fans on Sunday. Mm, yeah, I mean, who knows whether or not he's going to be available for Man United. He has to be registered, I think, by midday tomorrow. By, mid um, by midday tomorrow, yeah. Trust yeah. me, the club are going to try. Um, they are going to try and get this done. Yeah, yeah, um, I know that. I know that. The other thing that worries me a little bit is we keep saying uh, uh, in the summer we we thought about Mudrik, but then we uh, put our effort towards David Lewis. The last uh, uh, week, week, Douglas Lewis, sorry. Mm. Oh, can you imagine I mean... bringing David Lewis back? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a bigger twist than Chelsea I Jack in Mudrick, that would. So uh, I just worry about the fact that uh, we think that we cannot like pursue two separate tracks at the same time. Uh, it's, kind of, it, it's not like we have to finish this deal so that we look to the next one. Uh, things doesn't necessarily have to be that way, but uh, I'm still uh, hoping for a big uh, surprise. Hopefully, Kessie, I'll be more than happy if we land this guy on loan or even on an 18-month deal with a one-year uh, option to extend. He needs to play. So, uh, in all ways, uh, I'm waiting to see, but I'm excited and happy. And overall, I'd give it uh, an eight, maybe eight and a half. Eight and a half. No, that's good. That's very yeah, good indeed. Yeah. I, I, I think that, you know, I was around 7.5-ish was where I was at when I did the 30 forwards show. Uh, he was the first one, ironically, I did in the whole show. Didn't need to do another <laughs> yeah. 29, clearly, is, is what I didn't need to do. <laughs> Mahari, thank you so much for your time, mate. Yeah, Pleasure no. to speak to you. You're as always, Take care, man. Bye. Have a good evening. See you later. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Let's bring on our next caller, Jacob. How are you doing, Jacob? You good, you well? Yeah, I'm amazing, Sam. How are you? Yeah, very good, mate. Very good indeed. What do you make of this uh, this breaking news that we've got? Yeah, I was actually amazed with the news, you know. Um, I love a new signing from Arsenal, especially mm. these that are, like, not really expected, wrapped up quickly. And really, you can see that Arsenal are working behind the scenes. And I am happy with the signing, not only because of the quality of the player we get, uh, because surely Trossard is a great player to have in your team. But mm. also, I am very happy because... Edu and Arteta has shown people that they are working still in the background. And even though we um, can't see really the effects of their work, um, they are doing the work behind the scenes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that we got Trossard. I was amazed with him since he joined Brighton. You know, I've been following 
few Brighton games lately. So, mm. yeah, he's been very, very good. And also, um, when he um, um, got, um, when he played against Poland, when we got absolutely battered, um, 6-1, I think, I really recommend you to watch the highlights because I think it was like from the right, he scored, scored, he scored from his goals, left didn't foot. He? Yeah, 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 and he got past few players. Scored from his left, then he scored an absolute worthy from from his right. So he's two-footed, very versatile, very agile. I love him as a player, and I love the signing. Nice, oh, really positive. What do you make of how quickly the club kind of pivoted um, to this one? Yeah, it's very good to see that Arsenal have a plan B in every every single way. And um, Trossard was, for me, the best option on the market. And it's really good that the club recognizes these talents and opportunities that are there for us and for mm. reasonable price and reasonable quality. We look. It looks like we finally got at uh, got our uh, Diogo Jota kind of player you've been begging for. So that's yeah. great. Yeah, you're right. It's well remembered. I, I, I saw a few people comparing to Diogo Jota. I think the, the more... The, the most similar comparison is probably Jordan Shakiri in terms of like um, like a, a mid to late twenties yeah. player coming in. Jota, I think, was what twenty two when he joined Liverpool. But stylistically and versatility wise, you're absolutely right. But like in terms of the impact, I think Shakiri is probably kind of that that more immediate comparison. Um, score out of ten before you go. Um, according to just the profile of the player, I would probably mm. give him an eight. But by but uh, judging on the circumstances we're in, that it's January transfer window, the fact that it got wrapped up so qu quickly, I'm giving it this a eight and a half, like the other people. Lovely stuff. Jacob, thank you so much for your time again, mate. Really appreciate it. Enjoy your evening. Thank you. Have a good Take one, fella. Speak to you soon. Uh, let's bring on our next caller. We've got how many I've got left? Uh, I've just, I've, by the way, I have closed the link for those people that are trying to join. We've had a lot of people waiting very patiently. I want to make sure that I get them all on. Um, so we, I think we've got six left. Uh, let's go to Nyamdi, who I'm hoping I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Nyamdi, am I, am I right? Yes, you are, Nyamdi. Lovely stuff. <laughs> how are you feeling about this signing? I'm good. Um, Tom, look, my fear. I think I actually even commented in one of the videos one morning hmm. was repeating January last year. That was actually one of the things at the back of my mind when we spent so much time, as far as I am concerned, my opinion, hmm. going after Mudrik. Um, I personally, I became disillusioned um, with the Mudrik thing after the second deed was rejected. I actually started saying things like, look, pull up, there's no need. Because, yeah, I take a look at the fact that... Now, you do me a quick just... favour. Take out your yeah. earphones. Just take them okay. out. Okay. Uh, and disconnect it from your phone. From your phone. Sorry? Take, take, take them out from your phone, because the, the, the microphone's not very good. So take, take them out for your phone, and then hopefully you'll be able to hear clearer. Okay, can you hear me now? Perfect. There you go. Oh, all right. So I, I became disillusioned with the Mudrik thing after the second bid was rejected because I was looking at Mudrik and I'm like, yeah, the guy is good. I have seen him play. I watched that game against Scotland or something and I was like, mm -hmm. oh, wow. But then I remember, and most fans will still give him stick if he fails to adapt as fast as possible. Look at what happened, Martinelli, Saliba, and the way Arsenal fans were coming out for these guys until they blended. And then for me, I think Mudrik was more of a player for the future but we needed players for the now. 
Mm. How many times have we looked at our bench and your heart sinks because no one is coming in? Look at the Newcastle game. We just couldn't do anything. I was screaming my mouth off against <laughs> I'm like, what is going? What are we even playing? I was actually saying, could you pass to this side because I was seeing things, and these guys were not doing it. They drop mm. off in class. It's actually a huge gulf, okay? And look, I like this because I like the response. You know, I woke up this morning and I told myself, oh, I'm not going to watch Tom's video, the uh, Tom's tube this morning because he's going to always tell me about transfers that are, <laughs> happen, but they will not happen. And then I was actually reading, uh, preparing for one of my exams. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Who's talking about Trossard? And literally one hour later, I'm watching people saying it's almost done. So I, I'm, I'm happy with the speed. And it tells me, like, these guys know what they are doing. And so I put my trust whole in them. And then when people say things about his age, how old was Pate when we signed him? 27. How old was Cazola when we signed him? 28. How old was Dennis Bergkamp when we signed him? Look, I don't know off the top of my head, but probably similar age. <laughs> I think it's 26. Because 26. let's let's be fact, let's be let's be real and re, uh, with ourselves. This guy scores goals against top six teams, mm. three against Liverpool the other time. He's technically gifted, and that's in a team that is Brighton. With all due respect to Brighton, they're a very good side. Brighton is the one side when we are going away to Brighton, I'm scared. Yeah. Deep down, I am scared. I actually didn't watch the last game for a reason. I was just going through the scoreline on my phone. And when I see, I saw three. That was when I put on the television. I said, okay, let's take it from there. Wow. All right. So, yeah, um, it's, it's a no-brainer. I like the signing. I am very happy. And I'm also happy that at least there, there will be funds left for someone we could see coming to be a competitor to party. Take it, if anything happens to party right now, I think that's the end of the midfield for me. Mm. Well, so yeah, I, just need that one more. So I am, I am very, very happy with this signing. I don't want people to start talking about age. This, this is twenty-one million for four years. Yeah, that four and a half years, twenty-one million plus add-ons. People are paying one hundred million for seven years. What's the difference? So What's that's it? it for me. I'm, I'm yeah. really happy with this signing. Namdi, I appreciate those words. Give us a rating out of ten before you go. Uh, I'm rating this 7.5 just because um, they are actually up with the Mudrik. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, and, and one more thing, I'm actually still waiting for Chelsea to come and accept this deal. Mm. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> you can never rule them out, can you? <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm waiting for them to, yeah. They are. Thank you. Absolute pleasure to speak with you, my friend. Yeah. Have a good evening, bro. I'll see you later. Have a good one. All right, cheers. Bye-bye. Much appreciate the Namdi. Uh, we're down to our last few callers now. Let's bring on Abdul. Abdul, how are you doing, my friends? You good, Joel? Oh, I can't hear you. Why can't I hear you for some reason? Maybe it's your microphone. Is it connected? Just quick settings, audio, then click the microphone, make sure it's connected. No, maybe just take it out and try something else. There might be. Abdul, what I'll do is I'll let you sort that out and I'll bring you on after the next caller, okay? Cool. Uh, let's bring on Georgie into the chat box. How are you doing, Georgie? Thank you, first of all, for being so patient. I'm so sorry. Hi, Tom. Hi. It's not Georgie. It's Georgi. Georgi. Uh, I always appreciate yeah. being corrected. Perfect. Yeah. How do you feel about yeah. Trossard, my friend? Uh, yeah, I have a few main points. Uh, and first and most important, I don't see any uh, Martinelli, Saka level young player, young winger available for under 100 million. 
like there is none. Um, yeah, and I would wouldn't like Arsenal paying for any player one hundred million. Mm. Uh, it's it's too much money. That's one point, and it also puts too much pressure on young players, and it doesn't make sense for me. It's better we sign Trossard now, which will have impact straight away. Uh, it will help us to push for Premier League. Uh, and uh, we will have two, three years, maybe more, uh, to develop other young players like Kozier Dilberi, Nwaneri, uh, Marquinhos on loans. Uh, maybe sign if opportunity arises, a Mudrik-esque player, but only on earlier stages of development. Like we could sign Mudrik last summer. Um, yeah, but all these young players like who are available under 50 million, maybe they're not nearly on the level uh, of Martinelli and Saka. And we need trade and we need impact straight away now. What did you make of like, I know I've asked this a lot now, I'm curious to get people's views on it though, yeah. but obviously after we'd missed out on Mudrik, there was a lot of anger, you know, amongst the fan base about missing out yeah. on him. How have you, are you surprised how quickly we ended up kind of moving for an alternative target? Um, no, to be fair, uh, I expected Arsenal to act quickly. Not that quickly, of course, but um, yeah. And uh, every time we see it, Arsenal always has alternative options. Like um, we saw it many times. Yeah. Um, after we missed out on Lisandro Martinez, we signed Zinchenko like very fast as well. Um, yeah, and. Uh, I suppose, yeah, I trust this uh, board 100%. And like um, what we saw uh, last few years, they are just doing perfect. Like I, I just uh, don't know what to add. Um, yeah. And a, a score out of 10 for, for the Trossard deal? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to say. Uh, I think it depends on wages that we gave okay. him. If I told uh, you it's around £80,000 per week, hypothetically. Uh, Maybe 10 out of 10, even. Wow, very happy indeed. Yeah. Very happy. Yeah. Uh, Georgi, yeah. thank you so much uh, for spending yeah. your time this evening. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you for your patience. Enjoy your evening, my friend. See you later. You Bye-bye. too. Must appreciate that. Always appreciate when people immediately tell me when I pronounce their names wrong because it makes my life a million times easier. Have you ever done that thing where you're at work and like someone mispronounces your name? It doesn't really happen with me because Tom's not really something you can mispronounce that easily. But I know friends of mine have, have just stuck with their name being pronounced wrong because they've never corrected. So yes, absolutely correct me if I get your name wrong. Uh, let's bring on and see if Abdul's mic's working. Abdul, how are you doing? Good. Is it working now? It sounds like it. Have you just moved them down from your head? <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> I just changed it to the laptop speaker instead of, uh, instead of the microphone on the mic. It's all good, mate. All good. How are you doing? You well? Good, good. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm a little bit frustrated. Actually, no, I'm not frustrated at all. I'm actually really happy. Um, so, I'll start. Why did you the... say frustrated? <laughs> Why would you do that to me? <laughs> I just wanted to tease you, Tom. <laughs> no, um, I was so like a coiled spring. I was ready to pounce. Like, why? <laughs> Tell me why. No, no, um, I'm actually uh, very happy. I think um, the the Mudrik deal for me was um, so I would never have started him over Martinelli at all. So I'm, mm-hmm. in, in my mind, I'm like, we're gonna pay like seventy fifth of a million for someone who's gonna probably sit on the bench, maybe play in the Europa League games. Because um, I'll, I'll never start him over Martinelli. I think um, I, I think the, the the main success we're having this year is. Um, Martinelli and Saka on this on the on the sides just 
it just gives us so many attacking options. If one player is is not feeling it, then the other player might be feeling it. Um, so playing on the two sides, I think, is has been a huge success for um, uh, Arsenal. Uh, and I'm finally starting to see kind of the route that um, Arteta is trying to go. So I've always said that if we were to um, um, bring in Arteta, we would have to probably wait about three to four years for him to finally get things up and rolling. Um, I was a little bit upset with um, the man management stuff uh, of things, but um, I feel like it worked out for the better if um, the majority of the players um, have his support and he and he has their support as well. Um, that's kind of what like I'm I'm thinking right now is um, he's kind of have like that player is the coach. They they all agree. There's no any bad apples in there, which is which is fine. I always thought that a good manager can deal with any with any type of player, but um, sometimes just don't want to even bother. You just want to have the players who um, are going to commit to you like fully, which, which is also fine as well. As long as the board is willing to, to, to back him and bring in the players that they want. Great. So they did that over the summer, which was, which was fantastic. I still think Arsenal uh, and, and, and just beyond the whole Madrid thing, it's just the way they do business in, in the transfer market. They're never going to, um, if uh, let's say a team is going to ask for like, 30 million they're gonna be like well we'll we'll give you 20 you know what i mean they never say like up front okay you know what agreed done um where like they always try to um negotiate as much as they can Mm -hmm. which also allows other teams which in this case like chelsea just came in took it and and in this case so they were asking for a hundred million for magic was which is flipping insane i'd never even pay like my was like maximum i'd go is like 50 million because a player for the future everything we can develop him all that stuff fantastic but yeah, so I'm really happy with the with the Trussard signing because just the other day I was like, you know what, Trussard is having issues with the Brighton manager, but it could not be him. There could be just maybe some like some something they don't agree on. But if Arteta talks to him and uh, and, and Felix like, feel like they can work together and like make it work, I was like in my head, I'm like, you know what, this could be a great, really good opportunity to, um, for Arsenal to like sign him and like. I, I I wake up today and I'm like <laughs> I, I I read the message um here 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 we go, here we go from uh, from 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 Fabrizio so I was like damn like this is this is actually happening I was just thinking about it the other day I'm like if we can sneak this because he's yeah. not a bad player I feel like he's gonna fit our profile really well he's already um he already plays in the um Premier League there's no reason for us to have him adapt if he was to sub in um I feel like he can. Just start like his like his play um up and running, no need for any some development. Having him play in the Europa League, getting him to work warm up a, a little bit. So I feel like it's a fantastic signing. Mm-hmm. Um, my for for this to be the best January window ever, if we can just get one more midfield player, then I'll be perfection. I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, me too. I am I'll happy right now, but fun. I'll be excited. <laughs> yeah, look, there's time. There is time, and that's what's key, getting this one done so we can then focus on what's next. There's exactly. also rumours about Ivan Fresneda, of course, as well, yeah. as, as on the books. Uh, score out of 10? Yeah, so I'll give him um, – the score is for me is 8. I think the people are taking the age thing way – like, since when is 28 young? Like, I, I'm, I'm surprised that people are telling me it's old. I'm like, what? like you have Messi and flipping Cristiano Ronaldo still playing, and they're like 36 and up. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah like other players were still like 34 them. and 35 and like they're still playing and they're still scoring and they're still doing some stuff so yeah i don't know what's up with this whole like i feel like and 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 this is my perspective about this and why i believe this is a great signing 28 is the perfect amount of experience and the perfect amount that your body can keep up with that experience 
You know what I mean? Sometimes when, when you're a little bit too old, your body isn't keeping up with what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at like your late twenties, that's the perfect time where your experience and your athleticism will kind of like meet. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of why I feel like it's a great signing because I want to win the Premier League this year, to be honest. I've been bragging a little bit with my family that we're like top of the <laughs> top of the league. So I hope that doesn't backfire. <laughs> yeah, no, you and me both, man. You and me both. Thank you, Abdul, for coming right, on the show. Thanks, I really man. appreciate your time. Enjoy All your right, evening. See, ya. see you later. Much appreciate that. Um, I'm going to be getting Albert on next. I'm waiting for King just to sort his camera out, and then we'll be getting King on as well. Albert. Yes, Albert. How you doing, my friend? You good? Tom, I'm very, Tom, I left you a voice note, so just pretend that I'm not on the show. Did you listen to it afterwards? Right, hold on. Hold on. Is it is it safe? Could I play it? <laughs> no, 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 it's safe, but just don't play it. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Tom, good to see you, mate. Good to see you. You too, man. You too. Uh, how are you feeling about this news? Well, Tom, I was, I, I, you know, I check my phone while I'm at work. I'm allowed to do that sometimes. Um, and obviously, <laughs> never heard these about trust. I live um, on my phone. My work yeah, is my phone. Yeah. <laughs> so I got in not so long ago from work, and uh, obviously, you know, it's gained a bit more traction. Um, I'm pleased, Tom. And what I know, I normally do is I go on Twitter, Twitter specifically, Tom, because you know mm. I like to see what the Arsenal fans are saying. And um, I've, I've caught a bit of the stream. Um, they're talking about his age. I'm like, well. You know, he's not over the hill. I mean, you know, he's 28, he's prime. Um, and Tom, I've a massive, massive thing about buying players within the league. I've, I've moaned, yeah, I've banged on about it. I've got into slight debates, not massive arguments with other fans, Arsenal fans. But it, it, it's key. It's key. Um, and he won't need time to adjust. Um, in terms of his goals return, Tom, he's actually, he's just, he's one short of last season already. Um mm. Mm. So that's a good thing. And someone mentioned you don't just you don't turn up and score a hat trick at, um, at Anfield if you haven't got something about you. Um, so I, I, I'm pleased, Tom. I've got to be honest. My initial thoughts. Yeah, pleased indeed is the word. Um, were you worried after we missed out on Madrid that something might not happen? And like, how relieved are you now to know how quickly this has turned around? Um, I'm, I'm smiling because I was on your channel not too long ago. Yeah, and um, I, I posed a question to you. I, I was concerned, Tom. I'll be honest with you in terms of the transfer window at Arsenal. Um, I, I, to be honest, I'm concerned every January transfer window of Arsenal. So is this is nothing new. Um, but yeah, like we, you know, I think it highlights, and I mentioned this on your show last time that um, nobody saw the Fabio um, Vieira deal coming out. It came out of nowhere. Mm. So it is possible to act quickly, Tom, and, and get things done. I, I think getting things done quickly and being an Arsenal fan in, in a transfer window doesn't really go had it had so that's why people panic and you see the furore on the socials but um i i need to see one more tom come in mate i'll I'll be honest i I wanted two minimum we've got one over the line yeah Um, we still got another few more days to go haven't we so um fingers crossed mate fingers crossed indeed what would you give the uh what would you give the score out of 10 oh that's a good question tom to be honest i've asked it a lot tonight (laughs) i know i know I'm going to give it a steady seven. Steady seven. Fair. Yeah. I gave it a 7.5. So, yeah, okay. I, I think I yeah. think between seven and eight is probably where the average is uh, at the moment. So, yeah, lovely stuff. Albert, always a pleasure. I will see you on uh, on Monday. Look forward to it. Of course you will, Tom. I look forward to it as well. Indeed. Have a good one, fella. Okay. Speak to you soon. All right, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's bring in King uh, wearing a very nice pink Arsenal third shirt. How you doing, mate? You good, Joel? Um, I'm so happy and excited. You know, uh, I've been on this Trossard trade for a long time and I can't believe that he's finally an Arsenal player. 
So I'm really happy. You have, yeah. I remember doing shows like when we did like the previews or like the, just the members podcasts, and you were just wittering away. Wouldn't stop bugging me about Trossard. So at least, no, I'd say at least now it's going to stop. It's not because you're going to be waxing lyrical about how good he is for us, fingers crossed. But you must be buzzing with this one. 100%. And it just shows that Arsenal listen to your shows. <laughs> yeah, I did a 30 wingers that we should sign. And they watched about the first three minutes and thought, yep, yeah, we'll sign the first one he talks about, which was Trossard. So, yeah. That's it. Now, but for me, the thing with Trossard and, and why I, I really wanted him is because he he used to play for a team that plays similar kind of football that Arsenal want to play. So he, mm. so it's not like a Saha who plays for a counter-attacking team who likes to sit deep and counter. And that's why I wasn't really on that Saha train. And he's not a Mudrich who's barely played 40 senior games, lack a lot of experience. And if you look at the options that we got, except of Jesus, all of our players are young. And, you know, Eddie's young, Martinelli's young, Saka is young, Marquinhos is young. You know, all of these players are young. But with Trossard, we got we get a player who's in his prime, who can play really well at multiple positions. So there are players who are versatile, and he's almost an expert on, on three or four positions. And, and I looked up his stats, and when you check his numbers when he play either centre forward or, or left wing, they are really impressive, really impressive. So obviously, when you take that into account, and the fact that he can play left wing back, he can play number 10, he can play as a two, as a false nine, you know, right wing, it's, it's almost like the perfect signing. And it's someone who's ready mentally as well, because he knows what the Premier League demands. And I think that's the bigger difference between him and Mudrik. Now we actually get a player who can help us directly on this title challenge that we are in, whereas of Mudrik, it would have been more of a prospect who we would have to have patience with and and take it easy with. Because I don't, the fact first of all, Shakhtar uh, were not playing right now, so he was kind of in preseason. Secondly, you know, there's a big gap between the league in Shakhtar and, and and Premier League, and and the fact that he's just 22 and as I said before, he's barely played any senior football, Mudrik. So for me. I'm so busting, you know, we've got a player who who is ready to challenge each one of them, whether it's yeah. Eddie or Saka or Martinelli, he's ready to challenge them. And he's ready to to prove that, you know, he's, he's good enough. And this is his last chance to play for, for a big club. So I think he's going to come with the right mentality as well. And the fact that he's a good ball carrier, I think uh, I like that. And, and I'm really looking forward to it. I think he's going to add a lot of technical abilities to the team. And we can see, you know, how Arteta really likes, you know, Jesus and Martinelli to interchange. I think he will add that as well because, you know, Mm -hmm. he can play on the left, he can play central. So it makes a lot of sense, you know. It ticks a lot of boxes that that fans were asking for. You know, Arsenal need to show ambition. Arsenal need to show that they're a serious club. Arsenal need to move on from Mudrich, all of that. Well, now they've signed the player, Premier League proven, good goal scorer what more do you want i don't understand the criticism some people just want to see the world burn king unfortunately there's always there's always got to be something to be critical of and you know this deal is 
you know, yes, I would have loved Mudrick because I think it fit exactly what we're looking to do. And, you know, I think it kind of told us if you're going to get a replacement for Sacra Martinelli in the same kind of age bracket, the same kind of expectation, it's going to cost you upwards of £80 million to be able to do that. Now, in January, you're never going to be able to get your primary targets on a suitable figure. And maybe if the Mudrick deal was done last summer, we would have got him. And we can all talk about that in hindsight. But in this window, the key thing that we always talked about was making sure we, whoever we brought in, that they were going to do something for us now. And with Trossard, you just get that near guarantee with his Premier League experience, having played here before, having you know been on his best goal-scoring run of his career in the Premier League this season as well. It just it seems set up for us a really good integration into this team this season scoreline out of 10 king yeah before that and i also want to say just one one last thing is that sure. it is easier to be benched by a premier league proven 20 year old than it is to be benched by someone who's 22 that barely played any senior football but yeah i would give it a nine out of ten i think for it to be a 10 you have to be a bit younger and you have to be a world-class player but I definitely give it a nine for the Lovely reasons stuff, that man. I mentioned before. Indeed, indeed. Uh, enjoy your evening, mate. Pleasure to speak to you and catch up as always, my friend. Take it up. Cheers. Take care, fella. Have a good one. See you later. <laughs> uh, a quick bit of break. I say breaking. It's about an hour late, so not really breaking news. Um, but uh, the FA have released a statement regarding the Oxford's fine. Uh, Arsenal FC have been fined £40,000. We knew that after its players surrounded a match Official during the FA Cup tie against Oxford, uh, Arsenal denied the allegation from the FA that the club had failed to ensure its players conducted themselves in an orderly fashion during the 34th minute of the club. Also requested a hearing. Um, an independent regulatory commission subsequently upheld the allegation and imposed the club's fine. Its written reasons for these decisions will be published in due course. So, um, some unfortunate news about that. I mean, I've seen a ridiculous number of incidents since that Oxford game and none of them have seen any kind of misconduct charges given. So there you go. You can't have it all. Let's bring on our final caller of the evening, uh, Shanur, who was our final caller of the previous uh, phone-in show. As well. How are you doing, mate? Well? I'm great. I'm great, Tom. Um, first of all, I want to say that it is 12.20 a.m. here in Dhaka, Bangladesh. Wow. I was half falling asleep. Uh, and, and then this Trossard <laughs> news came out of nowhere. And I'm like, all right. At first, I wasn't too sure. I'm, I was thinking of all the names that we were linked with or all the other wingers that we could have who were less than 28. And I'm, I'm 33. And I know you've tweeted about being 28, <laughs> not being too old. But I was thinking of, you know, the longevity of this... Uh, of this process and how, how we're going, like does mm. Trossard actually fit the bill? Uh, because I, I was looking at w wingers like Diaby, I was looking at even Pulisic, you know, from Chelsea. I, I was thinking that he might be available for, for a cut price because Chelsea have so many wingers right now. And they got uh, Madueke, I think Noni Madueke is the latest one that they got, or he, he's got the here we go from, from, uh, from Fabrizio. So anyways, on to Trossard. The deal is growing on me because he can play left, he can play right, he can play centrally. Uh, he is not your explosive 1v1 player that we have on our flanks. But what he offers is a lot of uh, quality striking. Uh, his ball striking is very good. And, you know, the hat-trick he scored at Anfield. I mean, yeah. and we do play Liverpool. We do have to play them at Anfield, so he yeah. might be useful. He scores goals in big games. He's EPL-proven. He's at his prime and we're getting him for a cut price because 
Um, I think he's got 18 months left in his contract. Yeah, People they have an are saying six months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you you have to take that into account that 18 months, a player for 21 million plus 6 million in add-ons, uh, 27 million pounds, I think that is a pretty fair price for uh, Trossard. What I do feel is that this deal means that we have money to spend in the summer for the superstar winger that we want, whether it's Rafael Leao or whoever it is, but we we definitely, or or Diaby maybe. And also, you know, uh, the Declan Rice thing, and and I'm sure we'll we'll see what happens there, but we definitely need a long-term party replacement uh, or or someone that can compete and elevate the level of the squad to the next level. with the time remaining in the window, it gives me hope that we can hopefully do a few more deals. I can see you talking about Fresneda every week, and I'm looking forward to the breakdown because you said that he's the uh, right-back version of Zinchenko. So... Yeah, that's the, well, that's the <laughs> feeling I get from watching him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing if we can actually get him. Uh, he'd be a very important signing for us because... We also spoke about uh, Brook Norton Cuffey and how he would fit in. And I think if both of them come in, then White, Saliba, uh, and Gabriel and Tomiyasu become your four centre-backs. Because mm. we know Tommy can play LCB, left centre-back. So yeah. I think, you know, we will take that route where we have like eight players in, in defence. And, you know, you have your two goalkeepers. Uh, so I'm overall pretty pleased with the Trossard deal. But my only concern is because he's 28. So what are the long-term, you know, yep. prospects of uh, someone like Reese Nelson? I think this is probably the end of it. Unfortunate time for him to get injured. I think he's either going to be sold or set, sent on loan or whatever. No, like, his contract finishes at the end of this season. At so, the end of the exactly. Yeah. And I don't think you, we've got an uh, extension or anything. No, no, or, he signed a one-year extension extend. last year. So yeah, this will be it for him. Yeah, so probably this is it. And then we have to sort out our squad. I would really like to see Tielemans. I said it in, in the show earlier. I, I commented uh, from, from my channel's account. So I would really like to see Tielemans done this window because mm. we saw how our levels dropped when we faced Oxford. And yeah. uh, the, the midfield just wasn't clicking and they were running riot. Uh, so if, if that happens against a team like Oxford, no disrespect to them, but they're not the strongest team. And we will have to chop and change a little bit when Europa League is back. And even if we progress mm. further in the FA Cup, you know, unless we throw, chuck out all the other tournaments and, and only focus in the league, I don't think we can sustain this title challenge that we have. So we definitely need another midfielder. More than a CDM, I feel we need an LCM because when Xhaka isn't there and because Xhaka has been so fit, we've almost taken him for granted that he's going to play every match. But that's not the case. And we need someone there. And I think Tielemans would be perfect. Maybe not defensively, but Xhaka's defensive duties have decreased a lot this season. So... That LCM role, I think Tielemans, 20, 25, whatever. Because there was a 5 million difference between what we wanted to pay and uh, what, uh, you know, Leicester wanted. So just just get the deal done. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see if that's one that happens between now and the end of the window. Shanur, thank you so much for your time and being so patient as well. Really appreciate thank it. You.
Have a good evening, my friend. Well, go to bed. It's ridiculously late for you. Go to bed. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch the game, actually. I'm, oh, I'm watching goodness. the Paris Saint-Germain versus Riyadh 11 match, yeah. you know. And then, of course, we've got the City versus Spuds match. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, hopefully both teams lose there. But <laughs> Ooh, we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens. It's weird. Um, I have one yeah. last question for you. Though. Quickly, because I want my dinner. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, <laughs> definitely. So... If you were looking at this window and we only got Trossard mm. and no one else, you know, mm. do you think this is enough for us to carry out our title challenge? And you've been asking everyone for the rating. How would you rate this window now? Uh, I'd rate it a six um, because we need a midfielder. Uh, if we get in a midfielder, it'll go up to an, an eight. You know, I think that if you're talking about 10 out of 10 windows, you're talking about transformative windows if you're looking at 10 out of 10s. On his own, I think he's a, a 7.5 out of 10, Trossard, because I think, you know, arguably there'll be better players out there that you could get, but I think there is a lot to be really positive about with Trossard. So I'd say a six um, if we didn't do anything else. I think we could recall Patino as, as a backup option, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I go six to seven of this window if it's just Trossard, because, yeah, I think that we need, we need that midfielder. We can still win the league if it is just Trossard, but we need a lot of things to go our way between now and then, and we are taking a risk, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you see Patino more as a CM or a CDM at this point? I think moment? he can do both. Uh, I think he can play at six. I think he can play at eight. I think he's been playing a lot more at six at Blackpool, but I think he yeah. can do either role. Um, I think he'll specialise the more he develops, and then he'll settle so yeah no, appreciate your time and your questions mate i'll speak to you soon have a good one have a good one tom have See your you dinner. Later, mate. Yeah, indeed i will <laughs> lovely stuff that brings a close to today's phone in show another bit of breaking news just before we wrap up uh richarlison uh according to sammy mockbell will avoid an fa charge for his altercation with aaron ramsdale on sunday the incident was seen and managed by match officials apparently and there is no evidence for retrospective action. What an absolute joke. <laughs> how, how, someone explain to me how we can be lumped with a £40,000 fine uh, for failing to control our players against Oxford for a run-of-the-mill discussion with the referee that you see week in, week out. And Richarlison can go and throw his hands up in the face of Aaron Ramsdale and get no retrospective action at all. It is a joke. It is an absolute disgrace. And it is, I have no problem saying that as a YouTuber, as a journalist, as a fan, it is disgraceful, the inconsistency. Absolutely disgraceful. Anyway, thank you ever so much for people that have tuned in today, today's show. I really appreciate it. Do tune in tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. If you wanted to jump on, if you've got questions, I'll be taking your questions tomorrow, of course, in the 8 a.m. morning show. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I'll have the tactical breakdown on Trossard for you coming out tomorrow. Uh, FK on that A-Firm has done his breakdown, so absolutely go and watch that if you are uh, unable to be patient. Um, but, of course, we're bringing you, hopefully, a tactical breakdown on Trossard on this channel uh, tomorrow. So do go indeed give that a watch. Uh, thank you for listening. I'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.